So what'd you find out? I found out that you love Guy Fieri. 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 Yeah, Guy Fieri. I found out that Chauncey loves Guy Fieri as much as I love MILFs. Yeah. Can In you my explain? last episode, we were... Can you explain? We were, um, we were joking about how I wish that I loved something as much as you love MILFs. Yes. And you're right. I guess I do. Can you explain? But it's not in a sexual way. Not really. Sure. Not really. Sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love the fucking hair. <laughs> okay. And and you know what I love more than the hair? What? The fucking the literal fire on his button ups. Dude, it makes him ten percent faster every time. At anything he does, wink wink. You know? <laughs> I don't know if you want to have that speed so No, dude, but um Dude, Guy Fieri is just an incredible person. And he fucking, he donates all kinds of money. He fucking helps other restaurants a lot. I mean, when we were going through the pandemic, he was donating thousands of dollars to other restaurants and shit to help help people out. He puts restaurants on his shows to get them publicity. To promote them. To promote them. Like, dude, he does all kinds of shit for his industry. And that's what I love about that guy. Because, you know, one thing that I love more but than... Shonzi, okay, be honest with us. Because we don't care about what he... <laughs> like, we care that he's a good person and stuff. But let's be honest. In a sexual way. Oh, my God. How does you like him? How much you love him? I mean, he's a little round to me. He seems like a guy that would maybe eat ribs while he was in the middle of fellatio or something. But... <laughs> But other than that, I mean, his frosted tips, come on, man. If that doesn't make you horny, then what does? All I got to say is, <laughs> you're fucking weird. Dude, listen. I am who I am, and if you don't like it, you can leave. Because I'm a strong, independent woman. But this is my house. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, sorry. So you can fucking get out. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh... We're going to uh, Nashville next summer. You want to fuck him? No. I don't know. But we're going to Nashville <laughs> next summer as a family. <laughs> so I can't get too handsy. Maybe I'll grab his ass. But, you know, we're going there. And he's got a new chicken shack open called Guy's Chicken. And I don't know about you, but that chicken look finger licking. I wish and people, that finger licking chicken need a good dicking. I wish me. I wish people could see your face right now because the way you just look at me saying that shit, Dude, it, it was gets like really. Me, it gets me wet. It gets me. It gets me. <laughs> it gets me so excited. Okay, if there's one thing that I love more than fitness, it's food. And you know what that food is? Finger licking chicken. Hey, dude, I'm a. I'm and a, I know guy, my boy. He already has my best burger shop. Yeah. Ever. Okay. Man, whenever I go on the cruise ship, he's got his own uh, guy's burgers on the ship. Bro, I'll eat there like four times a day. I gain like 30 pounds on vacation because of that fucker. And you still love him? Dude, I still love that guy. And you know what another plus is? His name is Guy, so I can say, I love that guy. And he's like, me? I'm like, yeah, I said Guy. So anyway, enough about me. And guy. (laughs) (laughs) 
through adversity and stuff but like whenever you are raised in a good functioning family like even adversity seems completely different mm -hmm. as when you're raised in a non-functioning family and just like that relationship between the uncle and the nephew like I didn't had that either right like, I had uncles and stuff and like we were talking but nothing like this so it's just like it's fun it's not funny it's just interesting right how Different types of life who they get mm -hmm. us to work uh, can present themselves trying to help men, but it's like okay, we have the people that had a wholesome life and like right. That's like that's like somebody who's I don't want to give this example, but that's like somebody whose dad gave him a million dollars, yeah, and giving you business advice, yeah. And it's like yeah, like you had a million dollars, yeah, like, yeah. you know. <clears throat> That's different than somebody like Jeff Bezos giving me business advice, mm -hmm. where he literally started in his fucking room. And it's not to knock down people, but you to say like, so you guys like. But that's also like what like we the were, difference between. Yeah, but that's also like what we were talking about, like with the whole like personal training thing. Like we both did the whole personal training thing, but like it's hard for people to take you seriously if you're not just like this super shredded fucking model looking guy. Exactly. Even though you know your shit, like, yeah. so it could also just be a case of that, but. And actually, and that, now you mentioned that, that's funny because, like, I have been training some of my friends, and, like, people have seen that I'm training my friends, and, like, they mm -hmm. change, they have to get them. Yeah. And, like, they ask my friends, it's like, hey, are you a trainer? Instead of, like, asking me, which I'm the one teaching them and do this and they, do and this they think that you're getting trained by your friends. Yeah, they think I'm getting trained by my friends. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, and I remember like, whenever I was training uh, my friend Blake for a while. Yeah. Um, like, we would we would go to the gym... And, like, I'd put him through the, the ringer and all that. And, like, one of his friends came up and was like, like, yeah, what are you guys doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just with my coach going through some stuff. And he's like, oh, that's your coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, the rest, of the, the rest of the workout I watched what the other guy was doing. And the only thing that I could think, and I wasn't trying to be an asshole, but, right. but like, the way that he, like, said it, the only thing I could think was, what a pussy. <laughs> because he like came up he judged me for being his friend's coach because my friend looked better than me he was also jamming the fuck up with gear which is cool as fuck but you know what I mean like we were both geared out at that time but he looked way better than me but he also has way better genetics like he's a naturally skinny guy okay I mean yeah that you know helps what I mean? a lot so dude it helps a lot and um like I had to jam that fucker full of food because he wouldn't grow and like so he got on roids, gained like fifty pounds in a week. Like, <laughs> like that's some crazy. You know shit. what I mean? Like he just fucking blew up. Like yeah. So like he looked way better than I did, and just like the way that the guy said it, and then the way that the guy then proceeded to go across the gym from us and train like a fucking female. No, I don't even mean like a good female. I mean like a cardio bunny. Female. <laughs> like. Oh no! If I touch more than five pounds, I'm gonna be scared of gaining biceps. Oh my gosh! You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the women that are misinformed about lifting weights. Well, like, I was just like, "Damn, dude, you're a bitch." <laughs> Another so. thing, man, because like I, uh, whenever I teach like my friends and stuff, is like we're gonna 
we're not going to worry about the weight. We're not going to worry about this. And we're not gonna, we're going to worry about like basically like the whole form, how we're going to do things. And I explained to them the different exercises, the reason why we do the, the things we do. And my other thing, like form, dude, how you do things, which is like the big difference. Because I see motherfuckers every time at the gym and they think because they have three, four, five plates and then they're yeah. like super badass and shit. And I was like, that ain't shit. I mean, like, you got to think whenever people are like, yeah, man, like I, I went and put 12 plates on each side of the leg press and I did. 20 reps and I'm like okay well let's see your reps or they're like man I did five plates on squat and I'm like that was a quarter squat and then you got dudes like James going to the gym dude I fucking spotted this guy with six plates on each side of the hack squat at a 45 degree angle by the way that's my boy can do that too he fucking got six reps dropped two plates got 12 reps, dropped two plates, and got, like, 20 reps. All right, I'm not that crazy, but... Like, that was his... Yeah. That wasn't even his top set. His top set was the six plates. And I'm just, like... If any, if you told... if Like, if you went up to somebody and you were like, I did six plates on the hack squat, you'd be like, yeah, okay. They were shit, right? So James can do it? That motherfucker did pretty close stance. He goes... Fucking ass to calves, bro. With his heels down. Like his heels don't come up. No. His heels are down. Dude, I'm, you got I'm, dudes like that out here that are like, they don't even talk about doing six plates. I'm impressed. You know what I mean? Because I thought I was the only one. <laughs> he doesn't even talk about it. Yeah. I mean, it's all about... I've ne- dude, I've never <clears throat> seen him on Facebook, Instagram, anything like that, being like, I did six plates on the hack squat today. I did three plates on RDLs, like, never. I'm always the one that has to, <coughs> that has to mention it, like, whenever like he's got, yeah, because, like, he's got friends that will comment on his status, and they'll be like, man, I wish, you know, I was still lifting again, or or somebody will say, man, when are you going to work legs? I'll comment on there straight up and be like, I'll pay you money if you work harder than James on legs. I will. I'll drop a $100 bill if you can outwork that motherfucker on legs. Form and everything. Try it. I'm good. I'll put money on the fucking line. I'm good because I'm heavier than him, so I got to put my own weight in his <laughs> and then the weight that I need to carry is I'm good. I'm just saying, man. Dude, just grind. Yeah. Well, and I think that's another thing when it comes to like, because we talk about purpose and things like that, so <clears throat> I'm sure James has his own goals his own uh, endeavors and stuff so he I just wants to look good that's what, I'm, no, <laughs> you know what that, I mean that's what like, I'm saying like I don't think he's trying to like be like an influencer or anything like that he so he's just even, doing it for himself he doesn't even post like pictures really that's what I'm saying so just because he wants to look uh, look good and stuff yeah. like he's not worried about telling people like that's the main reason he's not worried about telling people how much he does like yeah. he doesn't care because he's doing it for himself right and that's the reason one of the reasons we're talking about self-care today. Yeah. Just to, like, give an example of, like, what self-care is and when it comes to, like, doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, how whenever you take this serious, you don't worry about people. Because it's, like, the best thing about self-care. Like, you're doing it for your fucking self. Yeah. I mean, it's on, it's, on the, it's on the fucking phrase, self-care. So I'm doing it for myself. And I think it's great. 
because if like if you want to be an influencer if you want to be like helping other people like of course you have to come with the with the with the fucking you have to show what you're talking about so like that's the reason me and James I mean me and James me and Sean take pictures and videos because like we have to yeah show people. I hate it <laughs> like dude like anytime like I want to record a set or whatever I'm like I don't even want to record set. I, feels weird, I just, huh? just want to do it. It feels weird, huh? You know what I mean? Like, I feel I, like a phony. I, yeah, I don't like brag, like seeming like I'm like bragging about something, or even just like I don't. I just I don't like pictures, man. Like, yeah. I, I like taking them. I've got a phone full of like twenty thousand pictures, With but it's like guys. I just don't really like. Yeah, I just don't really Especially like buff guys. Oh my god, Pam, Pam. Pam, Pam. <laughs> Continue, Sean. Sorry. And it's like, I just don't, I just don't like doing that. It, it just goes back to like feeling like a fucking attention whore. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's kind of like how I feel that I bought my stand and I bought everything that I needed to fucking yeah. record myself. But I feel like, because you you see all and, and you can see the people that has a good intention whenever it comes yeah. to like doing it, and then you see the phony people that are just like. It's not even because I'm shy. You know? No, because. So, was it? I, mean, I know <coughs> imposter syndrome is is a real thing, but like, I don't know that like. I don't know. Imposter syndrome is usually like on like a bigger level, but I don't, and I'm like. I'm not self-conscious anymore. I don't, like, I don't have a problem if my friend is, like, if you're in the gym with me and you're recording me, like, I don't have a problem with it. But I'm like, let me go set up my camera because I'm somebody important. Oh, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just, like, I'm just another fucking guy, man. Like. And the other thing is, like, I feel like, I feel like, because, like, me and you, we're bigger guys. Okay. We're husky. We're just big guys. Yeah. And we carry more weight, even though, like, we... We have like our bodies form, and you can see like our chest, back, yeah. and everything being formed. We carry a lot of weight. Like, well, and myself, I carry in my midsection. Right. So I have a belly. Me too. Yeah. So I have a belly, and then I have the love handles. Uh, so even though people see me work hard, and people see me like just being me, disciplined, doing whatever I want to do, right? Then I want to come up with the camera, and I feel like. If people will start like judging you because like, you're trying to do these things, which that's something that has to do with me, not even with people. Mm-hmm. So I realized that I have to like let that go. So whenever you started taking videos of me, instead of like me trying to like look my best like in the angle, because I don't know what angle you're taking, right. right? And I know you're trying to make it look good, like get the form <clears throat> and everything. Yeah, but I go all over it. Like the first, like the no, and that, like the first uh, times that you took video, I was really self conscious, dude. Yeah. Because I was like, is my hair going to look... Like, stupid right. shit. But I'm over here like, damn, look at that stupid yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> and like, stupid shit, dude. Because yeah. like... And I had to appreciate myself. Mm-hmm. And that's something that self-care has helped me a lot. Because I have to deal with my self-image. Because that's something that we have to, like... Right. Deal with. Because we have an image of ourselves. And we think we look look this way. When in reality, we actually look completely different. Right. So whenever we started taking the videos, and then I saw myself on the videos, I was like... You know what? I was so, I was so uh, stressed. Not like stressed out. I was like so. Uh, I don't know what to say, but I was like so. 
self-conscious mm-hmm. about how I was going to look in those videos and pictures. Right. But then when I started really looking at those videos and pictures and what I, what we're doing, mm-hmm. then I'm like, I don't care. Like, this is for help. This is for other. This is not for me. This is because I want to do this for something like for some more people to help right. more people. Because I want to show people the process. And if I can be an example right now that I'm a big fuck, like one day I'm going to be on my goal. But if I can show the when I started to where I'm going, I'm like, hey, that's a win. Right. Because they're just not going to see me like buff and just posting pictures when I'm like all good and that. Like they actually saw the fat fuck that I was. So they can be like, oh, well, if he did it, I can do it. Right. And you become a more genuine influencer. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like, oh, I'm just doing it for myself. And I hey, look at me, I'm important. And I'm like, no. Yeah, like obese to beasted. And, yeah. Uh, uh, Thomas DeLauer was a big one. And then I think one trainer, I don't remember his name, but one trainer that was like super shredded. He actually gained like 60 pounds just for one of his clients. It was like for yeah, them to uh, the fat to fit to fat fat to fit yeah or fat or something fit like that to fat to fit, fit to fat yeah yeah that so <clears throat> that's how when you're more genuine about stuff that's how you right. attract more people because I seen that I, I seen everything dude and like my thing is just like if you're gonna go to the gym do your own thing don't yeah. worry about people yeah and if you're gonna worry about people you're gonna be really miserable so I've been there yeah so. Welcome to Same my TED Talk. <laughs> it's a good one, though. But occasions is so our topic for today, and we haven't deviated for the topic. We kind of touch on it. Yeah. But our topic for today is self-care. Yes, sir. Now, I was going to, I was actually thinking a lot between doing self-care and self-love. Now, yeah. let me ask you this before we start. Do you believe that self-care and self-love are the same thing? Um, I think they're in conjunction. Yeah. I think that... I don't want to say it's like it can be a fake it till you make it type thing, but I think it's more of a practice, mm-hmm. right? So self-care is like you're working on yourself, you're working on yourself, you're giving yourself like a reward every now and then, you're, you know, like you're, you're working on your well-being and your own happiness, and then eventually, like, you start to notice that you're just happier without even trying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I think that would be the self-love part. Now, let me, because this is, and I guess we can go from this. But like, So, I started pondering and thinking about it, like, meditating. And I was like, okay, self-care is kind of like the actions that you take to take care of yourself. Right. And then loving yourself is more like an emotional Right, or it's more like an emotional thing instead mm-hmm. of like an actionable, it's right? More like an emotional thing on an emotional mm-hmm. level. So, I believe that self care is doing the things that you need to do to take care of yourself, and self love is giving you the credit for doing those things for yourself. It makes sense, yeah. So, do you think that's yeah, that's a, a good, that's way, a good to way to put it? Yeah, okay, I like that. So, I don't think they're the same, but they basically go hand to hand. Just because of the practices and stuff that you do. So, do you have anything to add before we continue? I think once you... I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, some people weren't taught self-care. Mm-hmm. 
like a lot of the things we talk about. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and that's why we talk about them openly. But most people weren't taught self-care and they have to start that later in life. And they're like, oh, I need to do this for myself. Oh, I need to do this for myself. Like, instead of doing things for other people, I need to, like, step back for a couple weeks and, like, work on myself for a little bit, you know? Like, I don't I don't know. But it's just, like, I think that once you start doing more self-care, and I don't just mean going out and blowing money on yourself. You know, there's there's deep work to do, too, mm-hmm. as with anything that we talk about. There's deep work to do. But I think once you get into the practice of self-care, I think the mastery of it becomes self-love because yeah. it transforms into – it's like a flower right? that just fucking blossoms, man. And I feel like depending on how you were raised, like, again, we're going to touch on, like, a functioning family right. and a non-functioning family. Like, if you grew up in a functioning family – then you it was sexually easier for you to do self care because you were taught that you matter and people care for you. So you understand what self care is, not because they told you the definition or anything, but because your parents actually did take care of you and love you and give right. you what you needed. So it was easy for you to take care of yourself. Uh, so when you grew up in a non functioning functioning family where you actually have to survive. So you don't survival mechanism. You yep. actually have to do actions to just survive and keep living and doing these things. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one that I would uh, kind of like ask people, like tell people to like ponder on, like how did you grow up and were you taught about self care or you have to live on survival? Yep. Because when you don't survival, you, I mean, it's hard for you to take care of yourself because you're just trying to survive mm-hmm. emotionally and because physically. you're in that like survival mode. Like, it, it makes you so, like, numb mm-hmm. to, like, everything. Yep. Because you're, like, if the only thing you're thinking is, I just got to get through the day. Mm-hmm. Got to get through the day. Then it's like, you don't have anything else going on. And that's that's what surrounds you. And the crazy thing. Like you're in this hole. And you, sometimes you don't even realize it because you might have been born there. And the crazy thing is, like, even taking care of yourself hurts you more. Dude, there's some people that are so fucking down on themselves that when somebody's nice to them, they're like, what an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Well, dude, I've been there. Yeah. I'm like, why are you being nice to me? Mm-hmm. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's sad, but. It's the reality of things. Some people are like that, and it might take a few people to be like, hey, man, like, let's go hang out. Mm -hmm. Let's go have coffee. Let's go talk. You know? Like, that little bit of of light can always um, transform into something bigger. Right. Yeah. So, guys, ponder on that. Which is what we're trying here is, like, let's try to be that light. Let's try to be yeah. that light. Exactly. <laughs> you know? We're just trying to kill people. All right, Sancho. All right, Sancho. All right, man. So, what is self-care? Like the definition. What you got? All right. 
So the definition that I, I got was the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness. Okay. You got something different? I got a, well, I got that one, mm-hmm. and then I got a more extensive one. Okay. So self-care has been defined as a process of taking care of oneself with behaviors that promote health and active management of illness when it occurs. Mm-hmm. Individuals engage in some form of self-care daily with food choices, exercise, sleep, and dental care. So, I mean, there is like a different ways to take care of yourself. Yeah, there's so many ways. There's so many ways. But I think like the big ones, and I believe, will be like, you have to take care of yourself spiritually, physically, and mentally. I think those are like the big threes. What do you think? Spiritually. Mentally and physically. Physically and mentally. Um, yeah, I think you could do that. Um... Dude, just turn your ringer off. Sorry. <clears throat> I hope it was a MILF. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, fucking, I think those three are good. And I think that, you know, I mentioned not going out and like buying yourself stuff. But I think that, you know, like if you have hobbies, like sometimes you might be into something that does cost a little bit of money. And, that does go into like mental because it's like a, I, I accomplished something. I made this money. I saved it up. And then I got to buy like the nicest guitar for my collection. And that makes me happier, happier because I get to like, you know, just like reward myself. Do you think that that goes into like mentally? Yeah. Or do you think that would just be like a separate category? I think it goes a lot with mentally. Now, I want people to be really careful with that because yeah. that when then we become materialistic, so yeah. we're just buying shit to make ourselves feel make ourselves feel good. Right. So, when it comes to like self care and self love and doing things for yourself, it's more of a inner work. It's not of an outer thing that you have to get yourself stuff. I mean, it's good that if you have the money and you yeah. work hard and you did all these things. Like, I mean, yes, go do it. But I think, don't I think it's it, a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a great thing. But Obviously, you know. in like moderation. Exactly. You know? So it's like, don't be a shopaholic or yeah. don't become one of those. Yeah. Like, if that's something that you really, and, and something that kind of like fuels your passion, your hobbies, like something, hobby, yeah. hobbies. Like something that you really like to do. So that's self care because you're working on something. But you're just like buying shit because you want to buy shit. Like, like yeah. don't do that. I'm going to go buy the new Jordans because I want to look cool and that's going to make me feel better. Uh, no, that's your thing. And I'm glad that you touch on that. And I don't are you doing it for yourself? Or are you shit. doing it because you want to look good and other people validation? So, um, what were we talking about? Yeah, I completely forgot. My brain just went out when I sneezed. <laughs> you sneezed and you went gay. Uh, <laughs> did I, though? <laughs> now we're uh, talking about not becoming materialistic and not just buy uh, shit to yeah. buy shit. And to look for other people's validation. Yeah, man. So, hobbies is a is a good one, and that's I guess that could be like mentally and spiritually, mm-hmm. like depending on how you take spiritual. And when I talk about spiritual spirituality, I'm not talking about like you have to go 
compression or this or that. Like, I don't. I'm never going to push religion on people. I know my beliefs. I love my beliefs. And if somebody wants me to share those with them, I will. But I will never push my beliefs on somebody else. Right. Well, like, to me, having a connection with God, knowing that Jesus Christ is my Savior and that He is there for me and all those things, like, gives me more of a... Uh, like an assurance? An assurance that mm-hmm. things are going to go well. All I have to do is work hard, right. and He's going to be there to provide. Like, I don't have to... I don't have to worry about as much because I know someone has my back. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of people that talk about the universe and, like, Law of attraction. I mean, whatever it is. Again, I'm not going to push religion on you, but whatever it is, like as long as you have faith. Yeah. And it's a faith that you don't know if things are going to work out, but you feel like they're going to work out because of like some way it's going to happen. As long as you work hard and you put the discipline and all these things in motion, like it's going to happen. But you have to have faith. So that's when when I talk about spirituality, that's what I mean. I got you. So you don't have to be Catholic, Christian, Muslim. Like you, you don't. You don't. Or if you are, like, practice your your beliefs. Right. Yeah. And when it comes to like physically, I'm talking of course, like go to the gym, uh, or don't go to the gym, but like walk or do something, do an activity that is gonna help your right. body. Like yoga, meditation, run, whatever it is. Weight so, lift. As long as it's an activity. <clears throat> You know, like take your dog for a walk. Clean your house, you know, clean like your room. Something to maintain your health. Exactly. In a physical way. Like mm-hmm. to keep your blood pumping, keep your heart going, keep your lungs healthy. And mentally, which that's the last one that we don't really take care of. But like mentally, when it comes to like dealing with your traumas and shit, that's a big one. Therapy, baby. Yep. I think mentally another good one is like spending quality time with people. Yeah. With like the people important to you. I think I know that that's not like doing the deep work, not, mm-hmm. you know, but like it's, it makes you feel different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it makes you feel better. If yep. you're spending time with the people you love, it just like, you know, it just makes you feel good. Yeah. But on the real though, if you have any issues, traumas that you know that you have, like, go get therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to get tired of telling people to go get therapy. Like, if Do you personally think that people should go to therapy? Oh, I encourage people to get therapy. Dude. Okay. I didn't know if you believed in therapy or not. Oh, I fucking love therapy. Like, <laughs> that was actually what the thing that saved me. Yeah. Like I said, I'm 32 years old. When I was 30, that's when I went to therapy. And it helped me a lot because I was just living my life on a fucking repetitive cycle of just doing nothing, being a fucking loser. Right. Don't know why, because I really didn't know why. I just know I was depressed. I knew I didn't feel like I was enough. Like there was a lot of issues going on in myself. And until like somebody took the time was like, these are your issues. They line it up. I was like, holy cow. Yeah. Never thought about that. I mean, sometimes you're just like, you're just stuck in this cycle. And you're stuck in, you're, you're stuck in one. Because that's all you see. Yeah. You're stuck in this cycle. And that cycle is like being under, like just being stuck inside. Like you're, you're, you're stuffed in a box. Right. And like, you can't, you can't see that there's no tape on the lid. 
Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't tell that you can just get out. And just on a little, like I'm gonna touch a little bit on my. And if somebody else from the outside like listens to that and they're like, <clears throat> "Oh, dude, like you're codependent." Yeah. Like, and we gotta work on this. Whenever you know, they told you're me, like, "Oh." Whenever they told me that that I was codependent and makes stuff, makes sense. And then I saw my past relationships, not yeah. only with like girls, but like my friends and like mm-hmm. business and whatever it is. Like I saw myself how passive aggressive I was. And being passive aggressive is the worst. You right. You're aggressive on a positive side, or you're just passive and don't do shit. But this is kind of like how it was explained to me, and it makes sense to me. It's like, as a guy, and this is what we call the nice guy syndrome. We're going to talk about this one on yeah. the podcast. So when I, uh, when I uh, had a relationship or when I was like talking to a girl, I will do things for them so they will do the same for me. It can be sexually, whatever you want to you call it. But I will do those things to be nice to them, and then I will expect that back. So that's manipulation, mm-hmm. Yeah. number one. Then I will get mad because they didn't do it. And they will be like, what the fuck happened? And I'm like, well, like, you were supposed to do this. I was like, well, you didn't tell me. I was like, well, I... You should know. Like, no, motherfucker. Like, they don't fucking read your mind. Yeah. Like, if you want something, say it. Don't be passive-aggressive about it. Mm-hmm. Fucking say what you need. It just causes more problems. Exactly. So, being like that, and self-care, like, dude, that was, like, the hardest part for me. To now, like, really tell people about my needs. Like, this is what I want, okay? This is what I expect. These are my boundaries. This is all, like, this is me, right? So, now I'm more assertive when it comes to, like, my needs and when it comes to, like, what I want out of, like, whatever type of relationship I'm in, okay? I'm more communicative, too. So, I talk. I really talk. And sometimes people, and, and this is something that you have to understand, that sometimes whenever you communicate, not a lot of people are going to take well. But you have to be stoic to just be like, listen, this is what I need. And that's it. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to be like anything. This is just, I'm just communicating right. what I need. If you can provide it, good. If you can't, just let me know. And... I will walk away or like we were going to work on it. Like we're going to make something happen. Right. Because I'm not going to stay here and just waste my time. Like we may either make something happen or we don't. Yeah. But I'm going to communicate. I'm going to be assertive. I'm going to tell you what I want. Okay. So, yeah. Good shit. Let's go home. (laughs) (laughs) So now that we got the definition, what are the goals for the podcast, Sean? What are some of the goals that you have for this episode? Uh, I mean, honestly, I think it's to (coughs) let the people that either don't do it enough or that just forget about themselves to just... Do a little bit each day. Yeah. 
I mean, small things, big things, like however you feel. Like some days you're going to be overwhelmed by other things going on and you're not going to want to do as much. But those are the days that you need it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it can be something as small as like, man, I've had a really bad day. I got fucking, I got my ass railed at work. Like my boss was up my ass. Like my ass is just fucking gaping. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just gaped with problems. And Love some, analogy, something bro. as simple as like going and hanging out with a friend and talking about your day, going to get a haircut. Like who doesn't feel good after getting a fucking fresh ass haircut? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like going home and like taking a shower and just saying like, fuck it, man. I'm just going to like chill and watch a movie for mm-hmm. the night. You know, like I can put some of this stuff off till tomorrow. Like no big deal. I just need to relax. Yeah. <clears throat> like something as small as that can help. Mm-hmm. Or if you're somebody who just like gets really aggressive after a bad day, we're all different. Yeah. You could go work out. Some people might see that as overwhelming, but some people might be like, that's exactly what I need. I need mm-hmm. to go fuck something up. Yeah. I need to go do a boxing class, you know? Just like, depends on how you are, like, have something set in place. Yeah. You know? That's just, that's how I see it. Okay. So, my goals are simple. I just want people to understand what self-care is, the meaning of it. Number two, how can you take care of yourself? And number three, just give examples of self-care. So, let's continue. What What's uh, self-care again? <laughs> really? No, not really. <laughs> what the fuck? We're doing a podcast, bro. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, do you have a quote? Did you get any quotes at all? I did. Okay. What's your quote? Dude, mine is a long one. It's a paragraph. Oh, okay, what the fuck? Okay, go. But I did it because it was... Shunsi, Shunsi, listen. It go. was important, go. man. It was important. I know, go. I read it, and I was like, this is fucking oh, it. fucking no. <laughs> this is fucking it. You're gonna fucking okay. go this shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Can you read that? Don't be... <laughs> that's me that's you <laughs> I'm just kidding your, your reading is a lot better now thanks I'll, I'll tell you that thanks reading every week on this podcast helps you a lot yeah yeah I, I've been told this is, this is your speech class baby. I've, been, I've been told dude you're I've doing badass on it people are like man you're getting better and better oh, yeah. sometimes you say something you're like what the fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're doing a hell of a lot better did I mention that <laughs> nice kidding <laughs> Dude, what is going on? Why you got all these noises going on, man? No, no, man. It's okay. okay anyway, on. here's my quote. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask for what you need. Don't be afraid of it sounding selfish or unreasonable. Know your worth and don't settle for less. We weren't put on this earth to please everyone. We have to give ourselves the best chance at happiness we've got, and sometimes that means doing things that make other people unhappy or uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, you can't sacrifice your own happiness for the sake of someone else's. Choices you make now can affect the rest of your life. Please make the right choices for you. Fucking love it. Do you feel like a big cock now? Yeah. 
Okay, so my quote is, it's not selfish to love yourself, take care of yourself, and to make your happiness a priority. It's necessary. So, pretty much the quote, but <laughs> more simple. More. I'm sorry. I don't know. Wait, I don't know. I don't even know why I say I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> that was a good quote, Eddie. Good job. Thanks, man. You really summed it up for us. Thanks, bro. All right. So, meaning of self. Do you get that? <laughs> Me, you, us. So, a person essential being that distinguishes them from others, especially considered as the object of introspect, introspect, introspection. That <laughs> reflexive action. Yeah. So, we're gonna. So basically, who you are, right? Me, who, who I am. Yeah. Now, the definition of care is the provision of what is necessary for health, welfare, maintenance, and protection of someone or something. So, do you think it was important for for us to tell people what was the meaning of self and what the meaning of care? And then what's the meaning of self-care? Sure. Do you? <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like we just went in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how, how much time do we have? What? How much time are we on? Uh, we're at like 40 minutes. 40 minutes? Okay, yeah. good timing. Yeah. So personal experience, Sean. Do you have a personal experience? Of self-care? Yes, sir. Man. Well, this one time I got a divorce. <laughs> if I've never told you that before. I don't think so, man. I got therapy. I did my physical work. I think you did. You were just like traumatized. <laughs> so you had to kill yourself at the gym. Just kidding. Right. Dude, go. Personal experience. I had a lot of anger I had to get out of. Okay? I know. A lot of fucking anger. I just, I needed to, to just. Anger. I needed to. Beat myself to shit until I felt something. Anger. Uh, it was angry. Man, those are those are my main experiences, but I would say that now, after I've gotten over that hump, that I keep up my fitness, I keep up my meals. We do these meetings once, twice a week. We text back and forth about our days. Like. We send dick pics to each other. No, man, get the fuck out of here. Oh, dude, that was funny yesterday. That was fucking funny. Now people are going to think that we send each other dick pics. What was funny? No, yesterday. When we were working out, remember? What happened? You were hitting the fucking lead. Uh, what is called a machine? Fucking <laughs> yeah, the the lat pull down, lat pull down. Yeah, it just came from the back, and I was like, "Okay, Sean, we're doing this together." Come oh on, my man. god, yeah. Your reaction? Shit. Get the fuck! <laughs> Get the, <laughs> the fuck! fuck out of here. <laughs> and I was like, "Man, are you feeling like?" Lonely? 
Come here. And then they hug you and you were like, get the fuck out of here. This is not the time to be like that. <laughs> I'm at the gym to wreck shit. And then people were like, get the fuck. Get the fuck. <laughs> get those motherfuckers out get of here. Get the fuck. <laughs> I was hilarious. Damn. Yeah, but no dick pics were involved. No. Okay? No. Damn. No. People think the wrong shit all You the really time. think people... I mean, Dude, we, probably. Like, who cares? You probably. Think? People think that I'm an extremist and I'm actually brown. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's fucking gold right there. We need to put that shit on a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, people dude, think I'm an extremist, but I'm actually brown. I don't remember who it was, but it was a black... It was a black individual. Uh, hopefully that doesn't offend people. It was a black individual. And he got... Oh, I remember who I'm talking about. Dave Chappelle. So Dave Chappelle was told that he were, that he had white privilege. Really? Yeah. Because of his last special and shit. And I was like, how the fuck did that happen? Like, he's black. He's black. What? Like, he... Like, no. He just has normal privilege. Yeah, (laughs) whatever your race is, you know, I'm brown, like a Mexican, I have Mexican privilege, I guess. (laughs) But it was like how fucked up people, like, people are so stupid. Come up with all this bullshit, so. So stupid. Yeah. So back to personal experience, Sean. Yeah. I know you were divorced. I know uh, you went through a rough time. I told you that? Yeah, you told me. I don't tell anybody that. Dude, it's been in the podcast for like the past 10, 12 episodes that we have. Uh, this is the 11th episode. 11? So this is 11 episodes I've been talking about. Bro, we need to fucking do a... So what? Uh, we should do like a celebration on which episode? Like 20? 69, obviously. On 69? I mean, of course. <laughs> and then again on 420. <laughs> 420? Dude, uh, if we make it to episode 420, I will smoke a big fat fucking bowl. Listen, if we get to 420... I'm gonna get kilos of fucking weed. Like we don't need kilos. I only need one hit. No, no. I'm gonna get you fucked up, dude. One hit gets me fucked up. I'm gonna get you fucked up, and I'm gonna get some of that like dust, angel dust and shit. So I'm gonna <laughs> dude, make a really special. Angel dust is cocaine. Shut up. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm gonna make a special joint for us. You're Mexican, not Colombian. Wait, is Colombian Mexican? Eh, just different, different language, <laughs> different <laughs> accent. Just, just a little different. Yeah, just a little different accent. Yeah, one of them's just closer to Cuba. Same, same, but different. <laughs> same, same, but different. It's like but still same, 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 but different. But right? still same, same. So you guys heard it here first. If we get to 420, we're smoking a big fucking joint. Yeah, we're cashing out, though. Yeah. Hopefully. That's, by that time, I'll be, uh, <laughs> like, That's in four 10 years sober. <laughs> in four years I'll be six years sober awesome nice I haven't smoked since 2019 congratulations thanks man I, I smoked I last week nice last weekend fuck yeah dude is it bad that I'm saying that I do drugs <laughs> dude I told you I don't do drugs anymore just a little cocaine hey man that's just pre-workout yeah of yeah. course yeah I'm not judging you Okay. <laughs> Can we talk about self care again? I'm taking care of myself right now. <laughs> I need energy. <laughs> this is a whole lot of editing I gotta do. 
No, dude, put all this. You want all this left in there? Yeah. You want every bit of this cocaine talk in there? Cocaine, dicks, horse, sluts, milfs, guy, guy Fieri. Hold on, hold on. Milfs and Guy Fieri are staying in. Oh, there they are. Those are important, bro. That fucking intro. Or intro for next episode. Well, not next. Last episode was fucking golden. Which one? The MILF. Oh, uh, number nine? Yeah. Yeah, The dude. MILF intro, dude. <clears throat> I thought you were talking about number ten, the one that's about to come out. Oh, no, no, number nine. Because that one wasn't very good. Really? <laughs> we didn't really have a great intro. Uh, the one it's the- okay, though. <laughs> it was it was still pretty funny, but it, was, it wasn't about MILFs or anything. What it was so about? we kind of dropped the ball on that. But <laughs> what, is it, what is it about? Dude, we had like 20 minutes of conversation, and none of it was funny. Really? <laughs> You know, I talked about my friend killing himself. I talked about my other friend that's eventually going to kill himself. Oh, I saw him. Did you? Yeah, I saw him at the gym. At the gym? So he's alive still. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Yeah, but he doesn't look well. And he has a little thing, like he, I mean a young thing, I would say. I think he's dating someone, but that girl doesn't look like. I'm not going to judge her. Who am I to judge? But they look like they were together and stuff, working out together. Yeah. A little blundy. They look like they were on drugs. The like kid did. Gotcha. Shame, shame. More oh, self care. Well, like. So happens whenever you only do the physical self care. Well, the part of, and and I guess we touched on this last time, but it's just like sometimes it's really hard, dude. Like, yeah. And I get it. Like I yeah. was there. Oh, for sure. Like, sometimes it's just really hard for like. You got monsters that fucking big in your basement. Yeah. Fuck, man. It's, it's, I I couldn't even imagine. Mm-hmm. I just can't. So that's what a lot. That's the reason a lot of people just like to numb the pain. And I mean, I, I understand. Yeah, I understand. I understand. So it's sad, but it is what it is. Sometimes you just have to have bigger balls and bigger courage to get over that shit. Cool. Did your dog just sneeze? No. No. Is it doing cocaine too? I guess. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> Shit got into my kilo. I'll be right back. <laughs> Not my kilo, damn it! <laughs> We're experiencing uh, All right, te- man. technical difficulties. Be right back. Oh, dude! I actually I know that we already went over. <laughs> I know we went over our quotes, but I actually did have another quote. Wait, you have two quotes? I have two quotes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Damn, you're getting better. And better. I'm sorry. I know we already did our quotes. But Are you Eddie? But let me tell you this one, and it's not, I mean, I did a quote, you did the same exact quote that I did, except it was dumbed down. I got a completely different quote. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. You can't pour from an empty cup. Take care of yourself first. Boring. <laughs> it's a cliche one that, you know, all the, no, it makes sense. that all the cardio bunnies use, but it's it's a real one. Dude, cardio bunnies are fun. We need to talk more about cardio bunnies. No, we don't. Milfs, cardio bunnies, what's wrong with you, Eddie? Are you addicted? Um, I have a problem, dude. Did I mention that I have a problem? No. I have an addiction. Code word dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's... We gotta stop. Let's get back we to gotta it. Get back into yeah, this because then you have to do it's a little like bit. Five again. minutes of talking about dicks. You stop talking about dicks, dude. You say I had an addiction, and then you were like, "Code word dick." Come on, that was funny, bro. <laughs> dick is in the word. 
All right, so my personal experience is, well, as I mentioned before, I'm, um, I'm codependent, or I was codependent. No, no, I'm codependent. I don't remember what You're a recovering codependent. I'm a recovering codependent. Yeah, that's what it is. So I'm a recovering codependent. Keyword on the recovering. I'm already doing my work. Always working. Yeah, it's a, it's a daily thing. So as a codependent, I had to learn how to survive in the world. Uh, how, how basically my feelings and my needs didn't matter. So throughout life, basically, I felt like I was just nothing. So, uh, when I went to therapy, and they told me what, like, what was going on with me, and I understand what was going on with me, and then they told me the things that I was supposed to start doing, when it, which was, like, taking care of myself. It hurt. Like, it was just, like, diff- it was difficult to take care of myself. What did, what did they try to have you do? Well, just, like, it's as simple as just brushing your teeth in the morning, or cooking breakfast, or... Uh, the little things. The little things. Like, if you want coffee and you never had coffee before, go get fucking coffee. Yeah. Like, uh, if you want, I don't know, just the small stuff. There's just, like, things that if it's a need or if it's something you want, do it. And that felt, like, so foreign to me. Like, that felt like, no, you know, um, you're supposed to do this and this and this and survive and survive and survive. So, while I was working on recovering, I had the great idea to get on Bumble and starting dating because I felt like I was doing great. I was feeling great. I was hitting the gym, taking care of myself, going to therapy. So it was a time where I felt like really liberated. So I felt like I was really doing the work and stuff. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready to date. I think I'm ready to just put myself out there, be more assertive and stuff. But dude, that shit <laughs> crashed hard with me. So I'm on Bumble. I start meeting these girls. I start talking more to girls because I didn't even know how to talk to girls back then. And this is like two years ago. So I didn't even know how to communicate to girls. Dude. So I'm just like practicing. You know? Hey, how are you? Hey, this, blah, 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 blah. Trying to have a conversation. So, of course, there were some people that failed. There were some people that I got to meet, blah, blah, blah. Then I met this girl. And she lives in... We're just going to go with Missouri. So she lived in Missouri. She was here for like a couple, like one of her friends' uh, party. And she was in Oklahoma City. At the time that I matched with her, I was in Oklahoma City too. So that's how we match. And then on Bumble, women are supposed to send the first message. Right. So I got a message. She's like, hey, I wish, I wish we would have matched uh, before, like earlier. Because I'm ready on my way to back home. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, yeah, I live in Missouri. I was like, well, do you, do you come to Oklahoma a lot or what? She was like, well, not really. My best friend is getting married, so we were doing her bachelor's. And now, bachelorette party. But now she's moving to Florida. I was like, well, oh, that's sad. And then I was like, well, you can always come visit me. You know, trying to flirt. She was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So we started talking, talking, talking. So I got more, more, more serious and stuff to the point like within a week we were actually like facetiming and kind of like that so we started facetiming we started talking more about like ourselves and like getting really deep between like our lives and our goals and what we wanted to do things like that and i'm still doing my recovery work right 
So I still have like uh, emotions that I wasn't really good at dealing with. Whenever she did, did stuff that I didn't like or things like that. <clears throat> so even though I was doing the work and stuff, it was eye-opening. But there was some stuff that I had to work more on. And that I wasn't really ready to start dating. But of course, that didn't stop me. So that was back in July. I was supposed to go see her in July. So it didn't happen because of COVID. That's when COVID hit. So we were like, well, we're going to wait another month. So we just FaceTimed the whole time. And it became something like, to me, it was something that was real and stuff because now we were like FaceTiming and really getting close, really getting comfortable with each other. Like we kind of had like a schedule of the times that we will call each other. Right. And then August came in and I wasn't able to see her again. I was like, well, you know, one more month. What is one more month? And then in September, I, was, I remember that it was Labor Day weekend. And I was like, you know what, like... We either make it happen or I'm out. But still, I was like codependent. So it was like I was afraid. Right. It wasn't going to work out. So the feelings were there, like being afraid and all this shit. So, but at the same time, I was proud that I met up and I was like, listen, like I have this three day weekend. I can actually go on Friday. And so we can like get to like get to know each other like in person and then make something happen out of this or I'm out. <clears throat> Went there, had a great time, everything went great, and I had, a, at the time, I was working with another friend on his construction business, so we were going to become partners and stuff, and try to get more business and stuff, but of course, that didn't work out, not his fault, it was my fault, I was still dealing with a lot of my bullshit, so come back from Missouri, had a great time, I actually thought that this was going to become more and more. So we already planned like another visit and then she'd come to visit me and things like that. Now at this point, I'm actually having financial problems. Like I started to have some financial problems. And then I realized that I was still too emotional when it came to relationships. Like I had a wound that I hadn't really uh, healed. So two week pass, and he was active. Yeah, it was two more weeks. And she texted me all of the nowhere and she was like, do you really think we can make this work? And I was like, yeah. Like, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And like, I'm working on things that I need to do so I can make this happen. <clears throat> but that's me being codependent, you know? I have to do this thing so we, I can make this work. Like, you know, like if it's going to work, it's going to work. If it doesn't, of course you put the effort and you put all these things, but it's not all on you. There's things that I cannot control. Right. And I wanted to control everything. Uh, so I wasn't stoic. I wasn't like really emotional, well-rounded. So I'm acting out of like anger and this and that. And basically things fell apart. Okay, so things fell apart. Uh, the last thing I heard from her is like, do you hate me? And I was like, I don't hate you. But if you really want to talk, like call me. So I call her. She doesn't respond. Then she texts me back. She's like, I'm busy right now. I call you later. I was like, okay, call me whenever you're done. She never did. That was a Saturday. She never called me. Sunday, didn't get a call. So Monday, I'm just like, you know what? Like, I guess this is not going to work out. 
I can do all the things that I can do and I can control as much as I can control. But if you really don't see us together, like there's nothing I can do. So it's not that I hate you, but I need to move on. Right. Because I actually deleted her from like my Facebook and from everywhere. Like I was just like, I'm done. So that was on Monday. And I didn't hear back. Oh, I remember that she unfollowed me from all the uh, social media. And the same wound that I had, it opened up right back again. And I realized that I still had a lot of fucking work to do. Like, a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. Because it was just like, I felt worthless. I felt like I didn't matter. Like, it was all back again. So, going from feeling great, doing all the things for myself, and doing all these things because I'm learning all the good things that I have, I'm supposed to do, to now going to another heartbreak, let's say, and then now feeling again all the same fucking feelings that I thought I was really over. Right. So when I went back to my therapist and talk about it, he was like, dude, like you, you haven't really done the work. Like, and this is around the time that we started hanging out. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so it was like, you, you, he's like, you've been, we've taken baby steps and you really want to run. Well, you have to take the baby steps. We have to do the little work. So the bigger work becomes easier. Dude, can you imagine being a therapist and like your job whenever somebody comes to you like that is to tell somebody that they have to be alone? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it must be hard. And that's what he told me. He's like, you don't need to date right now. You have to stay away yeah. from the dating scene for a while. As much as he hurts because you want validation and you want those things from people and you have to stay away from that right. because you're not strong enough right now. You're not able to handle that. So that happened. Uh, I kind of got really depressed for a moment. So I really got depression out of it. So I realized that uh, there was still a lot of work that I needed to do. Yep. Like a lot. So what I'm trying to say with this is just like self-care is not something that within a week, two weeks, three weeks, you're going to become a totally different person and now you're going to conquer the world and this yep. and that. Like that's bullshit. It's going to take time. It's a process. So I don't think it's because like today you brush your teeth and tomorrow you buy coffee and and then on Monday you start working on stuff like your life is just completely gonna change within a month. There's a lot of work that you need to yeah, do. Yeah, dude. Some people it takes years, bro. Yeah. I mean it's been taking me two years, dude. And as of now I feel like I'm more well rounded because now I'm practicing other stuff. And I'm practicing like stoicism and other things that I'm I'm working on. You know? That make me more of a well-rounded human being. But that's my personal experience with self-care. Uh, even though I was doing the work, I had to do more work. Because it wasn't really uh, changing my life. Right. So, yeah. Now, my point with this is, like, it's a process. And take it day by day. Don't try to run when you actually just started. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to fucking hit a wall, just like I did. And it doesn't have to be relationships. And and I I guess I talk a lot about relationships, but it's because of the love that I didn't get as a kid. So right. I'm trying to look for that love in other people instead of looking for that love in myself. So I just want people to understand that. That is just uh, me looking for love. That's what my, that's, that was my trauma. So if I talk about, about relationship and women, it's because of that. The love that I ain't got from my dad, I'm actually looking for that love in someone else. 
instead of like doing introspection and loving myself. That's super common too. Yeah. Yeah. So, hope that helps somebody. Uh, anything else you want to add? <clears throat> uh, just keep doing the work. Yeah. Show up every day and do the work. Um, <laughs> sounds really douchey, but I um. Do they say they twenty five? Um, no, it's the seventh. No, it's eight twenty five right now. Uh, no, it's ten oh three. Oh, you're on a screenshot, bro. <laughs> Shit, bro. And I, I wrote something down the other day. Uh-huh. And it's, you know, sometimes messages to myself that I'll just write down or like thoughts that I'll write down. And uh, I wrote down, your day doesn't get any easier by not doing the work when you don't feel like it. And I was like... Good job. Yeah. Like sometimes you just, I don't know, it was just something that popped into my head, you know, because like I wasn't, I mean, I was having like a good day mentally, but after I wasn't really having a good day physically, like where I just like felt really sore, I wasn't really feeling it. And I was like, damn, I just want to leave. Then it started to be more mental. But I was like, well, I'm already here. I've got like 20 more minutes. So let me just like go walk for 20 minutes. You know, I know yeah. I'm still doing something. And I was just like, badass. I did it. I did it. You know? I got it. Like, just something as small as that, you know? Yeah. So, action rules are a little different this week. So, what are your action rules? Because there can be, like, so many different things to choose from. I mean, you got a million fucking things you could do for self-care. So do you have like a specific list or do you just have like some recommendations? Because I've got like fucking a bunch of different ones here. Let's go with yours. So, um, so some things that some like steps that you can take that I found that I thought were good. Uh, the first one, if mm-hmm. it feels wrong, don't do it. It's, yeah. it's like a simple thing of like staying true to yourself, mm-hmm. right? Or trusting your own instinct. Say exactly what you mean. Again, it's allowing yourself to be assertive and it keeps your mind at peace whenever you do stuff like that, right? Don't be a people pleaser. Trust your instincts. Never speak bad about yourself. Uh, don't be afraid to say no or yes, like if you really want to. Let go of what you can't control. That's a big mental one. Mm-hmm. Stay away from drama and negativity. No. That's a mm-hmm. big mental one. Like it just brings you down. Nope. You know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then there's like some more like things that you can do for yourself that are a little more. Like rewarding, I guess. Not so much deep work, but like re- like the rewarding side of things. Um, 
go for a run, do some yoga, lift some weights if that's what you're into, go for a walk, like get a massage if you feel like it, you know, like things that I wouldn't recommend every day. Well, except for like the exercise part, but like things that I wouldn't recommend like every day, but could be like nice and rewarding, like getting a haircut, reading a new book, plan a vacation. Um, And if you're super tight on things and like you're saving up for something like, like buy it, you know, like I, I get this big ass bonus at the end of the year. What are you going to fucking put your money on, Chauncey? I get a big ass bonus at the end of the year and I always, I always blow set aside a little bit for to blow sh- it up on cocaine, sluts. I've already got a slut at home. That's my slut. That's it. So I, um, Usually blow my money on her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so <laughs> I do give her her literally own, her own money to to do stuff with. But, nice, but I get like a big ass bonus at the end of the year. I always set back money to pay anything that I put on a credit card that year. Anything that I might have had to like get a payment plan for or something like that. Like I just pay everything off, so I'm debt free, and then. I'll usually buy myself something cool. For me, my hobby is playing guitar. So I don't only buy myself a nice guitar. That, nice. You know? And that's where I'll buy parts to, like, fix up a guitar that I have or something. Or, like, upgrades, you know? I always, like, give a little gift to myself because I get a big-ass bonus. And it's easy to go blow it on stuff. Yeah. But it's also, like, I've worked really hard for that fucking money. Yeah. You know, like, I work outside whether it's 110 degrees or negative 10 degrees. I'm outside. I'm doing all this shit. I worked hard for it. And I'm going to treat myself every now and then. Are you Mexican? So, uh, I'm Irish, so like you the said, Mexican. I'm the white Mexican. Nice. That's your words, not mine. Yeah. So, with that <laughs> being said, anything else you want to add, Sean? No, man. Just like treat yourself but be mindful about about it especially like with the reward part exactly so be intentional be assertive be disciplined i mean we talk about all these things not just to talk about them but for you guys to really work on those things uh with that being said it's going to be a new week for us today is sunday tomorrow's going to be monday this episode is going to come up on friday on friday wednesday uh you guys have a great fucking day it's going to be a wednesday so have a really nice hump day if you guys want to get in contact with us or social medias are Instagram at that motherfucker Shanzi at that MF Shanzi and mine is underscore not Eddie Garcia underscore again underscore not Eddie Garcia and of course the info greatness is just like that at info greatness if you guys have any questions comments feedback whatever it is please let us know we're always looking for that. We like uh, we like uh, constructive criticism. Yeah, we appreciate that shit because we really want to get better at our craft. 
and this is not for us it's for you guys so we just want to get yeah. better and better for you I mean, even better man leave us a review yeah if you can leave a review please yeah. do if you can send that it to helps me. us out and it helps you guys out too yes yeah. that's where you leave all your criticism exactly out. so please send it to him send it to me send it to the page whatever it is just please give us your feedback we're really looking forward to it because we're not scared of fucking criticism you know, we can take it. Yeah, dude. If you want to leave a review that says, this guy's stupid, he doesn't know what he's talking about, this is why, this is why, and then you get on Instagram and send us a message that says, you're a fucking idiot, awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, and if you can actually <laughs> teach me, because I guess you know more than me, please do. Okay? Yeah. So don't just fucking criticize and don't uh, teach people. So if you're going to be one of those uh, assholes, at least teach us something. Say something productive. Don't just say that we're stupid. Like, at least make a fucking point. That's what I'm trying to say. We know we're stupid. Let's make a fucking point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys. Uh, hope, you have, hope, hope you guys. <laughs> I hope things go great. Practice what we told you. Do what we told you. <laughs> Look at us like the government. Do what we told you. Do what you. we told you. Yeah. Practice your freedom and be responsible about it. Yeah. And again, we are the InfoGreatness boys. We're here to fucking conquer the world. With you. With you. With you. <laughs> All right, Eddie. What's the song? Bring us out. Bring us out. It's just a matter of time. A matter of work. On my grind. I came to perform. That's going to be copyright. (laughs) 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 Now, uh, I don't think there's a song for today other than Pam, 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 Pam. 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 Pam.